This is the Public Speaker, quick and dirty tips for improving your communication skills with your host, Lisa B. Marshall. We all find ourselves disagreeing with someone sometimes. So what should you do? Keep your mouth shut or say what you think? And if you do speak up, what should you say? That's on today's episode. But first, if you ever wanted to request a raise or convince someone of your point of view, or maybe get someone to donate money to your favorite cause, but you weren't sure how to do it, you weren't really sure what the best approach was, you're not alone. Many people are unsure of or even uncomfortable with the skill of persuasion and influence. And that's why I created Influence Maximize Your Impact. It's a video course that explains evidence-based research and it provides many practical strategies to gain commitment and foster collaboration both at work and at home. And right now, for public speaker listeners, if you visit lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence, you can save 25% off by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. So let's say you're talking to a colleague or a friend and she says something you disagree with. Sometimes if the situation is casual and the subject's trivial, disagreeing isn't an issue. It can be done casually and all is well. But what if it's important? What if the person could take offense? This can be tricky and takes some tact. First, you have to decide if the subject is worth disagreeing about. What if you just kept quiet? What would be the consequences of your silence? But then again, what would be the consequences of disagreeing? Sometimes it's really not worth it, so you just need to let it go. I know, easier said than done. But if you've decided you should say something, there are a few techniques that I can share. But most important, though, regardless of the technique, is the tone of voice. You must take extra care to keep all sarcasm, anger, and frustration out of your voice. And that's really hard to do sometimes. But having a good frame of mind can really help. I've written about this topic before, There's one episode called How to Be More Diplomatic, another How to Handle Criticism, and finally one that says How to Have a Difficult Conversation. In each of those, I mentioned that in order to have a good frame of mind and control your tone of voice, you need to foster a sense of sincere curiosity. Try to see things from the perspective of the other person. Think positive thoughts about your conversation partner, assuming that they have the best of intentions. Or sometimes if a person uses a rude tone, I try to think maybe she has a headache or perhaps he's having a bad day. This helps me to quickly cool down. With these sincere and positive thoughts, you can now disagree with a respectful and sincere tone of voice. But you still have to be very careful with your word choice. The best approach is to try some indirect or general phrases. These encourage the person to think through or at least explain his or her position more fully. Then you have a broader and hopefully productive conversation. You can try phrases like, interesting, really? Are you sure that's possible? Or, really, I wonder if it works like that. You can always phrase disagreement indirectly. My dad used to tell me, just because it's black doesn't mean you need to say that. You can always just say, it's not white. So, for example, you could try, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Not, it's a horrible idea. Or, I'm not sure I can agree. 
not, I totally disagree with you. Or how about the words that I learned from my father directly? He used to use this all the time. I find that hard to believe. In fact, I just heard my daughter say it yesterday. I suppose she picked that up from me. Try to use words that soften the blow or that soften the communication. For example, instead of saying, you make no sense, try instead, I don't quite understand what you mean. And don't say, you don't understand. Try instead, perhaps I'm not explaining myself well enough. Or, can you tell me why you think that way? That last one, can you tell me why you think that way? is a great example of not pointing the finger at the other person. Instead of you words, which accuse, try I or we words, which include and soften again. Think about it. If someone said to you at work, you need to get this done now, that's so harsh. Instead, how about we're looking for a nearer completion date? How can we work together to achieve that? That type of language respects everyone. When you disagree, it's really important to find some common ground. If you can find common ground, it really helps. For example, you can highlight what you share, that common ground, and then you can build from there to the disagreement. You might say something like, well, I agree with you on blah, 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 but have you considered blah, blah, the new point of view? Notice that also includes some of those softer words as well that I just talked about. Here's another example. I understand saying blah, 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 whatever our common ground is about X, but there's another point about X I think we could discuss a little further. So you're, again, sharing the common ground, but then moving to the disagreement. Before I wrap up, I just want to say a few words about words not to use when you disagree. Probably first and foremost, don't say you're sorry. The word sorry is seriously overused, especially by women. Only use it when you've done something to hurt another person. Many people will say, sorry, I disagree. The reality is you're not sorry, and you shouldn't be. Recognize that your opinion has value and own it and respect yourself. Another one, which is just used in my example by accident, it slipped in. Don't say but. You hear this all the time, yes, but, or I agree up to a point, but. And when you you use but or when you say but, it feels like you've just negated everything you said before that. You just admitted to some sort of common ground or you give the person a compliment and then you take it back by saying but. I can suggest however. However is a similar word and should really use be sparingly because it really has the same feeling as but. It's just a little less harsh. The suggestion that most people would prefer that you use is and. So I agree up to a point. And in this area, we have a little difference of opinion. So if we use and instead of but, it's a little more difficult, it's a little more awkward, and it's not as comfortable rolling off the tongue. It's still an area that I'm working on. I think it's important to become comfortable using all these different approaches because diplomatic disagreement is certainly a very important work skill and personal skill and can help you in all aspects of your life. This is Lisa B. Marshall, changing organizations, changing lives, and changing the world. As always, your success is my business. If you'd like to become more comfortable with your persuasion skills or you'd like to influence others at work and at home, 
I encourage you to register for my video course, Influence, by visiting lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence. If you register today, you can save 25% by using the coupon code 25OFF. That's lisabmarshall.com forward slash influence and use the coupon code 25OFF. Hi, I'm Dawn Phillips. If you'd like to be a more compelling communicator, I invite you to read Lisa's best-selling books, Smart Talk and Ace Your Interview. I also want to encourage you to become a Lisa B. VIP by visiting lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. That's lisabmarshall.com slash VIP. Finally, you can learn more about Lisa's keynotes and workshops at lisabmarshall.com. Or if you have a question for Lisa, send it to public speaker at quickanddirtytips.com.